Hello everyone, um, welcome to another episode of the Balo Smith. Uh, this is episode 2, sorry missed out on last week, but hopefully we'll try to make this as weekly as possible. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying the World Cup going on right now, um, we've been heavily invested in it, <laughs> um, watching as many games as we possibly can, um, and right now we are waiting for, for what game? Poland, Colombia. Oh, Poland and Colombia. Did you enjoy um, Japan versus Senegal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so. Um, yeah, I kind of fell asleep in the first half, so that's that. Anyway, um, if any of you are following my blog, chaichat.com, um, I am doing a 21-day mental health challenge. And basically the point of the whole challenge is to raise awareness about mental health and also to get mentally health myself. And, um, you know, like everything, it's a journey of self-discovery. Um, I am on day three today and we're taking it slowly. I should say I'm taking it slowly. So, yeah, check it out, chaichat.net. Um, if you have any tips for me, what do you think I should involve or I should add on to the challenge, please let me know and I will be more than happy to consider it and take it on. But it's been interesting so far. I'm trying not to do everything all at once, but take it bit by bit and slowly, slowly. Otherwise, it'll just get overwhelming and I'll just drop everything. So, Anwar... Um, what what do you think about mental health? I mean, you're a pretty zen guy. You're very calm most of the times. What's your secret? I don't understand what you mean by mental health. Being mentally healthy, like being having the resources to cope with the stresses of life and coping with uh, stress healthy in a healthy way and uh, in a productive way so you're healthy you're one of the most calmest person i know and it takes a lot to shake you up so you just shook me up one minute ago when i said anwar it's time to do the podcast no it's (laughs) not about the post podcast it was uh about the 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 way you scared me with the shout okay. and I was far away my mind was thinking about something far like 5,000 miles away from here oh okay sorry about that but would you like to tell us um, how you keep calm in most cases you're a very calm person so what's your secret do you think I think it's a good thing that I am calm because you are one of the most craziest person I've ever met. So I think it balances things up. I think you're really trying to evade the question. (laughs) What makes you so calm? Is it just who you are? Um, Is it... Did you decide to be this way? I don't think you can decide... Uh, these kind of things, I think it's just innate. 
um, characteristics. You are either born with it or you, you're not. And even if you try one way or another, things will tend to, to change and your true self will eventually come out. Yeah, whereas unlike me, I kind of like, I feel a lot, like I, I feel a lot. <laughs> So I'm one of those people. You, you feel a lot energy. Yeah, yeah. I have. I'm a very sensitive person, so I pick up on. Um, and I'm very, very empathetic. So anything that comes on TV that's sad, I will probably want to be one of the first people to cry along. Um, I also get happy very easily. Um, I just take on a lot of energy, and it's, it's kind of like um. I take on energy that's even, and you know, like things. Someone doesn't have to tell me what they feel. I'll, I'll just feel it. You know. So sometimes it's a bit, it's a bit tricky. You know. So it must be hard, being on, Facebook and, Instagram and all the social media at the moment, isn't it? With all the craziness going on. Oh my God! Yes. Um, so. Should so we talk bad. about Trump? Ah. Uh, no. <laughs> I think Trump makes me It's not just Trump. I know Syria, it's not just Trump. It's Israel, Syria, Palestine, it's Israel, it's, it's Palestine. Crazy. It's my god, it's global warming, it's about mm. environment, it's about that, It's just it's insane. It's and yes, it, it, to answer your question it, it, it does. It creates it creates um um unhealth mental state. Just it's just the level it makes yeah, you feel more anxious so doesn't bad. it yeah. um actually um part I, i'm thinking part of at some point in the mental health challenge in one of those 21 days i'll probably take a break from from social media um just to kind of see what that does to my own mental health there's a time Last year, I did take a break, and I didn't announce it. I didn't actually wake up and decide. It just happened. And I stayed off of Facebook for a good month or so, and it felt really good. I got so much done. I read so much, and reading is one of my favorite things to do. I read so much. I was so productive, and then I logged back in, and I was sucked back into the vortex. So, anyway... So I think I will incorporate that into my 21 days mental health challenge. Um, but I was reading somewhere. Um, they make a very important distinction as mental health is as much biological or neurological as it is social, psychological, spiritual. Do you know where I'm getting at, Anwar? Yeah. Okay, so for example, um, in Western societies where we live, if you have anxiety, if you have stress, you go to the doctor, the doctor will sit and listen to you, and you will probably be given like um, stress management exercises, or if they feel like they need to the doctors will probably give you anti-anxiety medications or some kind of a pill to um, kind of like balance out your, what is it, your serotonin serotonin levels or whatever, something like that. Whereas in um, 
Kenya in Mombasa, the coast where where uh, our families are and where we're from, um, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit of a different approach, isn't it? Yeah, it's more like a stigma over there. It's things that people associate mental health with um, spiritual um, gene stuff and well I think it's a spiritual weakness like the first thing you say if someone if someone is depressed the first thing people will say is you need to be a a, well that you're possessed or you need to read a lot more Quran Mm -hmm. and I I understand their good intentions and where they're coming from and you're absolutely right if Quran makes you feel calm go for it do it but they almost equate depression as a lack of enough spirituality in mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Quran is fantastic, but it should be used um, in conjunction with other things. Sometimes a person needs a lot more help. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they need someone like a trained psychologist or psychotherapist to to talk to them and to give them coping um, coping advice. Um, also, some people just need the medication. There's nothing they can do about it. The mm. medication helps. Um, and schizophrenia uh, diseases like that, like actual mental health diseases like schizophrenia, bipolar. Um, which other diseases? Maybe like severe cases of OCD. Mm-hmm. In in the coast, they would be called. Baridiabis. Baridiabis. The, the cold of popcorn. <laughs> the cold of is directly translated as the cold of popcorn, <laughs> oh. uh, but oh, really good. it means um, someone who's worried a lot or maradia wasiwasi, like the. Uh, the worry, the anxiety illness or something like that. Um, a lot of times these people who suffer these illnesses will be just looked at as crazies, as loonies. Um, I remember growing up in Lamu, there was this uh, crazy person who, who just used to walk around and, you know, kids would throw like plastic bottles at him and he would he would wrap himself up in like plastic things and old sacks and newspapers and it was just chaotic and I just wait sorry what's what's crazy what's crazy what's the definition of crazy yes gosh are you talking in terms of medical definition clinical definition tell me what when I say what is crazy well, crazy is when someone does not act according to that society's definition of normal. Okay. Whatever normal is to that society. So crazy here could be absolutely normal somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like I'm crazy about you. We're still talking about mental health. I'm talking about crazy, isn't it? Craziness something to do with your mental state. You mentioned the word crazy, so if, if someone if someone is men- mentally sick, you call him crazy. Is that right? 
Yeah. So are you saying that love is uh, a kind of insanity? Maybe you could say insanity. It's mentally, mentally affected one way or the other. But no, on a serious note, someone who is mentally sick, is it even politically correct to call this guy crazy? Um, I don't know. I think it just depends on where you are in the world. Some societies are a bit more sensitive about that than others. Uh, I've never thought about it before, you know, until you mentioned it right now. If it's politically correct to call someone crazy. Is it, is it polite? Well, who are you referring to? Someone who has mental illness. Um, any one of those that you've mentioned, OCD, schizophrenic. I don't think so. I think I, I think it's very insensitive to just call them crazy. Them. Yeah, because crazy just encompasses a lot of things, and there is a lot. There's quite a bit of shame mm-hmm. attached to that crazy. Absolutely. Unless, of course, you're Beyonce, and crazy is just you're insane. Is just you know a very pop way of calling yourself a superstar, <laughs> but but I think it is a bit um, you know insensitive, um, and I think um, our communities need to be a bit more sensitive. I think it's defined contextually. Um, so, for example, I wrote in the in my blog post today that for example someone who hears voices in her head um in in the coast of Kenya should be called wazimu you know maradia wasiwasi but um here it'd be normal you know it's just oh she's probably schizophrenic she'd get the medical attention that she needs and that's the end of the story um and over here, let's say a teenage boy or a young man who's very angry, probably because he's had frustrations growing up. Let's say he's a Muslim. He's a young Muslim man, uh, had very frustration, many frustrations regarding his identity within the Western society and this whole fiasco of. 9-11 and ISIS and Al-Qaeda and the associations, the kind of shame that, you know, Muslims in general have been put through. Islamophobia. Yeah. So he'd probably be angry and frustrated and maybe not be able to cope very well with that shame and stigma and maybe act a bit more violently. Um, what's the solution here? He'd probably be put in prison before he's given any kind of productive counseling i don't know but that's it seems like that's what's going on in the news like what what we hear in the news is you know uh young people like that are often punished for their feelings of frustration whereas in um like more traditional muslim societies maybe that issue would be addressed and people would be a bit more understanding and compassionate towards him. But, yeah, that's that. So, what's your best way of dealing with stress? Um, 
I think I I tend not to. It's okay. Let them talk. Let them talk. You can't stop children talking. Um, I think the best way for me is uh, not to try not to internalize things as much as possible, and uh, try not to make a, a big deal out of things, because nothing is permanent anyway. So. Just take take it take it easy and take it uh, on a day to day basis, because life is all about um, facing um, problems here and and there, and there there's always gonna be stress. So yeah, just take don't take it too serious. You have this capacity for just kind of like shaking it off and moving forward you're you're able to pick yourself up relatively easily i mean with our experience in charity work and all that we've you know we've had a lot of drama surrounding it and you have been called very ugly names in the past um so much so that if the same names if i was called the same names i probably would never want to to have you know to even talk to those people ever 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 again but you just kind of shrug it off and the same people who've insulted you come to you to ask for help and you still go out there and you still help them which kind of just in the beginning it used to frustrate me but now I'm just kind of amazed by it how how on earth do you do that i think it's easier if you try to see things from a bigger picture um and try to uh, have uh, a mental state that it's um focusing mainly on future um rather than now mm. so well and it's and it is good to be in the present, in the now, but not to really wrap yourself up to, you know, let your own head do so much of leading the way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes um, what, what, you, what you do now is taking care of the future. And sometimes you need to... Um, have a vision of what you want the future to be like mm. for you to be able to take care of now. Mm. So if you kind of like have that ment- m- mental picture already of how you want the future to to pan itself, so it, sometimes it's easier to take care of now just by looking at that picture. Mm. So for instance, the example that you've given of... Uh, these individuals that have, you know, um, used some hostile words against me and I just shrugged them off and didn't take any notice. And later on, as if they didn't do that, they come and request for some sort of assistance. And uh, without even telling them, don't you remember what you did to me? I just pretend like it never happened. Mm and just get on with it because at the end of the day it depends on 
what you get yourself out there to do. Uh, are you there to name and shame people or are you there to help them? And if it's the latter, then, you know, you just do that and f- mm. don't expect anything from them. And in a way, it's also a gift to yourself, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. You help people, you're helping yourself. I mean, you go, and, you and go to not, sleep and you, yeah. y- you have this uh, good feeling, you know. Um, what kind of a feeling will you have if you say, look, <laughs> he, he came to me for help and I told him, Basically, just f off. I'm not gonna help you. You know, you. It's like a broken record that plays in your head. Like exactly. You have this this very weird conversation with yourself of what you you will say, what you could have said, like all these different scenarios that are all absolutely imaginary. They're not real. Mm-hmm. And they're always assuming the worst case scenario, which (laughs) makes you feel even more stressed. So therefore, what greater gift to give to yourself than the gift of peace? Mm -hmm. I never burn bridges anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well, that's profound. Um, I did ask my mother today, and we're about to wrap this up, but I did ask my mother today, like... How do you deal with regret? Like, is there anything that you wish you hadn't done or you wish you knew better from your past? Um, And she said, I mean, yeah, I don't really have major sources of regret. It is what it is. What, whatever has happened has already happened. But the way to really deal with something unpleasant that happened in the past is to make something s- better or sweeter for the future. So let's say, for example, um, you know, maybe you didn't make the, exactly the right choices when you were younger. Moving forward, how are you going to do things that really speak to your truth and speak to your goodness and speak to your own greatness? what will you do to make the future um, a lot more authentic to yourself? And I think at the end of the day, authenticity is the greatest reward that we can ever kind of allow ourselves to feel. So yeah, basically she just said, by doing something better, you cover up or you diminish um, any regret that you might have had felt in the past. That's Mm -hmm. right. So you move forward, you look to the future. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the best way to move forward is also to anchor yourself in the now. And uh, I, I, I anchor myself in the now by looking around and really offering um, gratitude to whatever is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all the blessings, everything that makes me happy, everything that makes me sad, they are all gifts. And it's all about perspective. And when you're grateful, you, you really do feel incredibly wealthy. So, yeah, that's how, we gr- that's how I um, ground myself in the now. But yeah, and uh, but mm-hmm. I think I mentioned to you, I think we are... We are already over ten, 20 minutes, we so we, we better wrap it up. When, when, when we were having a conversation today, I mentioned to you the 
one of the one of the biggest thing that uh, make people unhappy or have a negative mental state is especially when in a relationship with a, within family friends or uh, marriage or whatever kind of relationship is the lack of appreciation for one another mm. that causes a lot of problems mm. within um within these relationships yeah and people tend to take each other for granted just because they see these people there are there all the time or they they just phone call away and uh, you know they'll always be around yeah and and then suddenly you come to realize when one of these people is not there anymore and then you start to have these regrets mm-hmm. and think oh yeah why yeah it came to be like this so the, the and it's very easy it happens to all of us mm-hmm. uh, you know it's very very easy to fall into the situation of where you you take people for granted and you don't appreciate one another and uh, sometimes if if you do you you don't show it or yeah. you don't even say it you know and and before you know it the other person thinks that you you don't appreciate their presence or the their being and it ends up people um um yeah having really bad relationships and yeah can i also add that appreciation for yourself is also just as important Self-love. I think yeah I think you're the master of self love. <laughs> <laughs> and I and, and I thank you for teaching you me so much. I thank you for teaching so much about It's self-love. only by loving yourself that you allow other people to love you. And that you can also really love, love other, other, other people. people as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So um I I'm loving myself more and more each day not in an egotistical way but really appreciating myself. In a humbling way. Yeah, for what i am now and what i have so mm-hmm. very very grateful let him sing let him sing he's he, he's a grandson of a great musician he can't stop singing yeah but anyway guys he um, also has his name by the way so yeah. singing come natural to him let him sing but um i guess this wraps up this um episode Thank you once again yeah. for listening to us um and um we hope that you have a fantastic week ahead. If there's anything else you guys would like us to talk about, we would be more than happy to take your suggestions on. Um so yeah, my blog is chaichat.net. We're also on Facebook. Um I'm also you can reach me on my Facebook page chaichat uh on facebook and anwar is anwar balo anwar juma balo anwar juma balo okijana chabalo okijana chabalo on facebook all right everyone uh we'll see you next week how we does in bye